0: TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to the Wellness Guys show with wellness experts Dr. Lawrence Tam, Dr. Damian Christophe, and Dr. Brett Hill. Welcome to the Wellness Guys. I'm Lawrence Tam.
1: And I'm Brett Hill.
0: And this is The Wellness Guy Show, a weekly show dedicating bringing wellness into our lives. And yes, we are without Damien Christoph, but to fill in Damien Christoph's shoes, we are actually going to be interviewing a very special guest. His name is Rory Blant. He's the whole food dude, a superfood cool dude, passionate, sharing the message of conscious, healthy living, laughter, and good food with the whole world. Fun and food and fun as medicine is his model. Uh, he got a very interesting story. When he was 17, his father passed away from a heart attack. And since then, he's been on a mission to discover the secrets to awesome health and happiness he's worked and lived in yoga bachit studied nutrition picked mangles in the middle of the summer ran a massage business held raw nutrition workshops been featured on radio and catered for raw nutrition superstar david wolf welcome to the whole food dude rory welcome to the show
2: hey guys
0: rory thanks you so much for being on the show love your uh love the whole food dude i think it's uh, it's amazing to see uh young passionate people and like you said before the show just be great to see wellness guys on the show. so We always see a lot of females uh, talking about wellness and health, but uh, Mm -hmm. here we are with three guys here just talking about health and wellness. Let's start off with your journey. I mean, you're only 24, and uh, you've been on a mission, and you've done a whole lot of things. I mean, you were a death metal band to to a yoga (laughs) retreat. We'll we'll talk a little bit about that, but let's start with, um, I think, how you got started. At 17 years old, last year of high school, your father of, uh, I think, was 46 years old, passed away from a heart attack. Could you just kind of talk a little bit about how that changed your life?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So as you said, I was 17 years old. I was just heading into my last year of high school. It was actually Boxing Day 2006. And uh, I heard the worst news a 17-year-old could ever have heard that my dad passed away. And we were really quite shocked because he seemed really healthy to me outside of things. Um, And as you can imagine being 17 and someone so important in your life passing away, I I just went on a spiral. I really didn't know what was happening to life and what was actually going on. So I did what I could to not deal with it. I, um, a lot of it was around uh, using video games to try and numb it out actually um, and also social media and I got into partying and drinking from there to just basically cover up how I was feeling because when you're at that age, you don't know how to deal with that sort of thing and there are not many people out there that really are really out to help. So that was... That was really tough, and I almost dropped out of my last year of high school. Uh, yeah, so that was that was quite full on. And the the real point that changed for me was I was I just hit nineteen, and I'd been ex- started experimenting with diets, vegetarianism, veganism, just kind of for fun. And I had a. Anxiety attack that night because I was so uh, – I was I had quite a lot of grief, as you can imagine, that I didn't deal with. And that all built up and I was like, what am I doing with my life? Uh, as you said, I was in a death metal band. I was actually the lead singer and I was partying heaps, going nowhere. And the anxiety attack made me talk to my mom and I said, mom, what do I do? And she said, why don't you go check out a yoga retreat? And it all kind of just – Snowboard on from there. That's really when the the journey began.
1: So let's talk a bit about that retreat, mate. You obviously went away for a pretty lengthy period of time. You know, what did you learn there that really started to turn things around? Like, was there one sort of critical moment, or was it just a gradual transition over that time? Well, it was a gradual transition, but.
2: I went for like a sneak peek, a bit of a teaser. I went for a month initially and in that month, I realized, wow, this is what I've always known of my whole life. I've always wanted to get into spirituality and healthy eating and I never knew how and I had no idea that it was this whole world. So, being in there for that first month where everyone was immersed in a higher purpose in life and good food and positive vibes, I was just in love with the place. So, I ended up living there for... Eight months altogether, actually, wow. and the thing that really the thing that I really loved about it was the community there of people that were healthy and conscious and and working towards a, a high purpose or something bigger than themselves and that that just really um, inspired me and the the food was just amazing. <laughs> it was just brilliant. I'd never eaten such amazing food before
0: was it you know when you transitioned i mean you were in a death metal band and then all of a sudden you went to a yoga retreat and all of a sudden food you know you said you never tasted food like that did that that taste like that you know that came to you did that take a while to kind of develop or was it like immediate like man this food is really good
2: uh, it it was a process because I, I grew up as a kid really fussy. Like mm. we're talking white rice, um, cheese and ham sandwiches, pasta without the pasta sauce, lots of cheese um, and all that sort of stuff, lots of cereal. And I didn't like veggies or anything out of my norm. And so when I started experimenting with vegetarian and vegan foods, I had I, I had no choice but to expand my taste buds because it was out of the norm. And then... By the stage I got to the yoga retreat, I'd already dabbled with my taste buds a bit. And I got there, and the food was like nothing I'd ever tasted before. And it was pretty much instant that I enjoyed it. I mean, uh, there are a couple moments where I got really sick of rice style and vegetables to tell you that, but mm. that wasn 't the whole part of the menu. There were just so many amazing vegetarian and vegan meals that were there so it was it was a process, probably over a year i 'd say of adjusting my taste buds, but once I got it, that I can really eat anything now, and I love
1: it. So, um, Rory, you call yourself obviously the whole food dude. You're, mm-hmm. you're running a seminar series called the Real Food Revolution, which uh, yep. we'll talk about a little bit more a little bit later on. But what does that mean to you? Like, what what is when you say whole food? When you say real food? Uh, you obviously touched a little bit there on on sort of vegan, vegetarian sort of stuff. What what does whole food and real food mean to you? So. For me, uh, because I've gone through a journey, I, I
2: went through a stage where I was very fussy about food. I was very strict. I would only eat raw food, and it would only be organic, and I'd only eat certain amounts, and I was very strict. And I developed a bit of an eating disorder around that, and that was pre- that's pretty that's not something that a twenty-year-old dude would normally have. So, what I discovered actually worked to regain my health from that was to actually eat whole foods and to not um, not be specifically focused on one kind of diet. So for me, whole foods is about being whole yourself and also eating foods that are whole. So as close to the ground as possible. Uh, if that means that it's raw food, then that's great. If that means that it's cooked food, that's fantastic. But I don't, Whole food to me it can't it's not vegan or paleo or not specific it's just whole foods, no human intervention, not processed at all, and things that nourish you so things that really nourish you on all different levels that's what whole foods are and and real food and being someone my age that's not really something we're exposed to it's it's we have to use the words real and whole in front of food to make it actually. Um, differentiate it between what's classified as food, normally.
0: Well, it must be such difficulty too around your age. I mean, I don't know if it's true or not, but I remember when I was like 19, 20 years old, transitioning into, you know, university and and all that stuff. I mean, kids, when we were that young, we weren't really worrying about food. It was just more about studies, partying, you know, and all that stuff. So do you find that, you know, you establish yourself as the whole food dude, does that sort of alienate you amongst your friends or they think you kind of just, you mentioned yourself, you sort of like a bit of weird out Yankovic type of a personality. So does that kind of, you know, does your friends kind of all into this thing or do they really kind of go, what is he into now?
1: Well,
2: that's a, that's a really good question actually. When I first started my wellness journey and getting into healthy eating, I had no friends that were into it. I didn't really know anyone that was into it. so. Uh, Instead of actually reaching out and meeting people, I did it all myself and I felt really lonely. But then once I actually started branching out and meeting people, it became easier because it was more normal, if you know what I mean. Uh, A lot of my friends now are really healthy, like I've got a lot of friends in the health scene and the health world, real food world, and it's great having that support. But not all my friends are into healthy eating. Not all my friends are into raw food or juicing or blending. So. The way I've made that work is, everyone just knows. Oh, that's Rory. He just eats really healthy. Uh, so I haven't actually gone out to clubs or partied or drank any alcohol for years now, and people just know that. And it's it's almost like normal now for me to be with friends and they're they're drinking or they're eating unhealthy food, and I eat healthy food, and it's not a big problem. I'm actually able to. Find ways to eat healthy when I'm around things that aren't quite healthy, and it just—it it is a process. I will tell you that it is definitely a process. But once you get there,
1: it becomes really easy. It's just yeah. a, a no-brainer. I think it's such a great point you make there, Rory. I think it really is just—it's as big a deal as you make it. And if you don't make it a big deal, then no one else does. But yeah. if you make it a big deal, then everyone else tends to as well. <laughs> definitely. I mean, when I when
2: I was um I was vegan when I was 19 for uh, six months, and when I first got into it. Everybody knew about it. And I was just telling them how bad their diet was that they should stop this and that. And that didn't work at all. If anything, sometimes people went the opposite way. <laughs> um, and so I discovered very early on that the best approach is just to be an example and lead by example and just live it yourself. And then people pick up on it. And Now now my mum sends me photos of her smoothies and juices in the morning, which is really awesome. And that's just from living it. And it. Uh, it integrates into other people's lives now. So, yeah. yeah.
1: And I think we've all been there and done that. I think anyone who takes on a new diet or a new lifestyle, you tend to go through that phase where you're a bit evangelical about it and then you kind of just chill out as you get a bit further along. But um, you obviously, you've studied nutrition as well, Rory. So, uh, I know there's a lot of our listeners who are interested in doing that and interested in you know finding out more about nutrition. So, where did you study? How did you find it? And uh, um, at what stage of your journey did you do that? So, that was,
2: I just left the yoga retreat and funny enough, I... Really, I left because I had no understanding of food. I didn't know how many bananas do you have to eat to be healthy, or how much. What do you have to do? So I decided to study nutrition, and I studied that up in Cairns through a clinic called At Ease Therapies at the time, and they hosted the uh, the course by Australian Institute of Applied Science, and through that I started studying nutrition. It was so very synchronistic because I literally had the thought, I want to study nutrition in cans. I hopped off that bus I was sitting on, I looked at the advertisement on the side, it said, do you want to study nutrition in cans? <laughs> and I, I took it as a sign and started studying from there. So I did that and I ended up moving into massage therapy because I really um, resonated with the healing side and the natural therapies.
0: Mm. and Roy, you obviously you've um, tried a lot of different things and i think you know you use your last name as an acronym beyond limitation and never dull so i imagine you live life (laughs) as a constant change and and moving forward um which is um you know obviously a, a great thing to do what are some of the things that what are some of the challenges though that come up when you do that obviously you know when you're when you're moving from you know one particular thing to another are you still trying to because because the reason i'm asking is this because i get a lot of questions um from especially from listeners is that you know what i'm so i'm so sick of my job i just got one the other day i'm so sick of my job i want to do this but you know i I don't know how to do it i'm scared you know what would you what's your advice on that because i know you've done a lot of things in the last six years of your life so
2: yeah wow um yeah, since since I finished school, I've probably almost had about twenty jobs actually, yep. and lived in twenty different places, and uh, tried all sorts of different diets, everything. My my advice to people would be, if it feels like it's the right thing to move into, just do it. I mean, it's it's really that simple. Just go with your gut. I mean, sometimes if you're not if you're not happy what you're if you're not happy doing what you're doing, then either don't do it or bring something to it that will bring happiness and contentment to it. And often I just found that the best thing was to move on to the next thing. And for years I was searching like, what is my purpose? What am I here for? And so that was what was fueling it because otherwise why would you move, why would you go through 20 different jobs really? Um, But the thing was I was searching and each step I was taking was getting me closer to that. And I just knew sometimes that I had to move on and move on to the next thing. So I think my advice would be just go with your gut if it feels right, go for it, take the risk and trust yourself and it will it it always works out beautifully. I don't know how it does, it just does.
1: Yeah. So we've obviously spoken a fair bit here mate about uh, about the food side of things and obviously that's a really big part of it for you. Uh we've also obviously mentioned the yoga but you know when we talk about wellness we always talk about sort of quite an all-encompassing philosophy. So we talk about exercise, we talk about all those other you know mindset facets. So what else makes up a wellness lifestyle for you?
2: For me, I'm really big on communication. So I've done all sorts of communication personal development workshops over the years that was one of the big things that actually helped me overcome that grief stage that I was going through for years. And I actually was able to communicate how I was feeling and get all those feelings off so that they weren't there hovering over me anymore. And then I discovered that whole world of communicating and actually opening up communication for other people. So for example, when people are, sometimes people get really sick, get the flu. Often it's got nothing to do with the weather, or their diet, or anything like that. A lot of it will come down to communication and situations that are actually going on in their life. So, for example, some people might have a fight with their partner or a friend, and if they don't deal with that situation there and then, or get some understanding, or or work with it, then it's gonna. It it actually turns into illnesses in the body sometimes, which is really interesting. So that's a whole huge side that I work on that I don't really share so much because it. It's almost kind of weird, but it's uh, that's a big thing I believe in. in wellness is really communicating as much as you can with the people around you.
0: One of the things that um, you said, you know, obviously with your dad passing away, if we can go back to that in one second, mm-hmm. um, you know, that was I imagine that was quite traumatic for you, and I think you talked a lot about you know having depression. You know can we talk a little bit about how you dealt with that as a as a young kid i mean obviously we, not many mm. people lose their father at such a young age um you know but you know it happens to all of us you know someone close to us we're all gonna experience that sometime or another and mm. you know some could you give us sort of to our listeners what are some of the things that you were able to do or in hindsight what were your things that you felt that helped you get through that period of your life
2: okay the things that helped me get through it was the support of the people around me so Surrounding myself with positive people, um, another thing was diet as well. Diet played a huge part of it, part of it, and being very free with my diet uh because at that same stage, I was going through the the eating disorder as I mentioned, so being kind to myself with my diet, eating nourishing foods really does help with uh depression and things like that. Uh, Communication, like I said just before, is one of the huge things when you're dealing with depression or when you're dealing with grief or emotions. What is really important is to actually communicate with people how you're feeling because when you don't communicate, it just sits there and sometimes you can go into your head and if someone's passed away or if, if you don't know how to manage your thoughts, then it can be a pretty dark place. It can be really dark, so communicating that out is actually a huge way to lift that weight off your shoulders. And also on top of that is really being in the discovery of who you are and what you're here for in this world. As um, That's pretty straightforward uh, pretty much. It's it's like if you're connected to your higher purpose in life or what you're here for, if you're moving in that direction, that will actually help to lift the depression. Or the, the grief, because that's no longer the, the big picture. The big picture isn't getting over it. It's all right, so what am I here to do for people in the world? And that was that was one of the big things that really helped as well. So um, to recap, that would be uh, communication, diet, supportive people, and working towards what you love in your life and your purpose. Those are the four big things. Nice.
1: I love that. That's awesome. I think I think if people just get those four things out of this interview, they're going to have gotten an amazing thing. That that's just brilliant. So it's interesting you talk about communication because my next question, I guess, I was going to sort of ask you about um, you know your age group. I guess, I mean, you're a good decade younger than me, and, and you know, at least a couple of years younger than Lawrence. So uh, <laughs> the, uh, almost double your age, man. Your uh, your generation though, you've got everything at your fingertips. You know, you talk about communication. I mean, you've got everybody in your whole network. You know, on your phone at once, and you know, you've got access. To so much information, and I think you know the, the people in your age group, even more so than, than us. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, what do you find are the benefits of that, and what do you find are the drawbacks of that? Like, how do you see this you know, going forwards for your generation in terms of health and well being, and being able to share it, and being able to, I guess, decipher all that information? Wow, that is such a good question! Uh so obviously we 've got a
2: huge rise of communication we 've got social media we 've got Facebook Instagram, YouTube, all these really awesome, exciting things where we can communicate with people with the push of a button. However, at the same time, we can be so disconnected like sometimes I hang out with friends and we're all on our phones texting each other or like texting people that we know and it's it's really odd if you if you had a look at it from the outside you 'd wonder what everyone is doing, and that that's a whole downside of it is we get really absorbed in this world because it's I mean it's really exciting Facebook Instagram it's just bright colors lots going on it's very exciting and you can get sucked in but and and you can also think that you're interacting with people all the time because you know you're on your chat or you're sending comments or messages and you are interacting with people but you're not getting that real deep one-on-one that real connect like human connection and For me, like I, quite a lot, I thought I was actually connecting with people. However, it was still very impersonal and that, that can be a real struggle. Um, and a lot of people won't actually realize that that's what's going on. They'll just think that they're interacting with people and think everything's good until one day, um, you know, things hit the fan and they realize, wow, I'm not actually talking to anyone. I'm just sending messages on social media. So there are. Both sides but um, the one of the great things about it is actually being able to spread the message of wellness so if I wasn't able to use social media then I wouldn't have been able to impact as many people as I've been able to with their health it's just it's just made so much available to people in terms of uh, finding out information about juicing blending whatever it takes to uh, take your health to the next level or a really uh, yeah really discover health. That's one of the great things about it
0: yeah it's de- it's definitely this world now where we're so connected and uh i mean the message is definitely spreading and if you want to know something it, you're only one little type of you know google way to to get mm-hmm. to know that word before you you're kind of your own little world and uh you know in the generation that i grew up in but this this is going to be another generational question and i think people might be asking this like why the wellness guys are new being aurora but i think it's important to people to understand is that there's we got listeners who are um your age or younger and i think it's important for them to hear your story because you're your generation is about looking for different things all the time. You know, you're trying to find the best things for you and, and, and you're trying to move through life as quickly as possible. And that's, which is fantastic. It's, it's just, it's something to admire. But there's also, I think, um, parents uh, that are listening to to us as well, thinking like, you know, I want my uh, my, my son or my daughter to kind of get into health, but they don't know how to kind of inspire them or teach them a message. You know, in your generation, what what is, what is the typical, What I mean, not typical, but what are some of the suggestions you think parents um, should do when they talk to your generation about health if they want to get them if their kids are unhealthy and they need them to kind of motivate them you know towards health and wellness what do you think the key components are for the parents to do that
2: wow that's in many ways that's quite a tough question but at the same time it's uh it can be a lot simpler than parents think i know parents are very committed to having their kids live health, healthy lives so my my advice would be to to get them engaged in, if they're into social media, to get engaged in the social media side of it. So, there are a lot of people on YouTube and Facebook and Instagram that are posting healthy photos of their food. There's a huge, huge uh, revolution on Instagram where people post photos of their healthy food. And so, one thing I would do is speak to them, like, bring that connection in, bring a bring a way to make it more fun because, when we hear getting healthy or nutrition or all that stuff it's just it just sounds so boring. It's there's no real funness around it when a lot mm. of people first get into it. It just sounds like clinical. Oh my god, I'm so overwhelming. So I think bringing in the fun side of it. That's that's why I do what I do. I I really try and bring fun to it as much as I can. And for parents not to push it on their kids uh, cuz we can tend to do that, but for them to be open and just let them know this is really important because you are actually, by being healthy, you are going to have more energy to do the things that you love.
0: Yeah. I I love that answer because really at the end of the day is that, you know, you know, when you're in your twenties, I'm sure, I'm sure we all th- mm. were like that where we don't care about health. Like it's not, mm. it's not our mind worrying about heart attacks and, and, um, you know, heart disease and, you know, whatever cancer it's like, that's an old person disease type of thing. And, mm. you know, when, from our parents' point of view, when they start t- teaching us from that perspective, we never get anywhere, but you're saying it's actually make it fun, make, make journey. Like, you know, when you got you, you say you're a foodie. So when you look at food and you want to make sure you think of healthy food you want to make sure look at looks fantastically eat right and you then you recognize it's actually healthy for you and it's like a it's like a bonus and so i think that's a great context to put into make it fun make it realistic to their world and i think that's a an important um communication style for parents to 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 make sure they instill into their kids
1: mm. Mm. So, uh, Rory, what's um what made you decide that you wanted to share this stuff? I mean, obviously, you've gone through this amazing journey, but now you've sort of turned that around, and you're now helping others, you know, with your website and all that sort of stuff, and you're you speaking and those sort of things. What what made you decide to start getting out there and start sharing this message with others? Well, the,
2: one of the big things was obviously uh, coming from my history when my dad passed away. I really didn't want other people. I don't want other people to have to go through all that at such a young age, and. I realised that there's not many people out there that are sharing health that are around my age. There's not really too many people out there. Like there's people that are uh, experts in the industry that have been doing it for years and they're a bit older now. However, there's no one that's really. um, It's not really something that's done in my age group, and I became really passionate about it. Like food, health, wellness. That was my. That's been my world for five, six years. And so obviously I've developed a huge passion for it and the reason I want to share it with people now is because I want us to all have the best time ever and have energy and not have to worry about, oh, I might get heart disease, I might become obese, I might uh, create all these things in my body and I just want everyone to be able to have fun in their life and... Um, one of the reasons I'm sharing it also is because I've integrated the fun part into it. So when I was studying nutrition, I found it was so boring and I just had a really hard time. Uh, find, real, like I had a hard time. Why am I doing this? What is the point of this? But now that the fun aspect is into it, I'm actually able to make it trendy, which is which is one of my keys, like making health, green juice, green smoothies trendy and fun. So, it becomes a normal part of life. Like my one of my visions is instead of weekends, people going out and doing um, shots and uh, drinking that all sort of thing—is what if we all go to wheatgrass bars and do wheatgrass shots and have green juice? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> um, awesome. for, it to, for it to become a normal thing.
0: Mm well i mean you've obviously taken on board um your mission and uh man you know i think i can't remember when you emailed me but you probably emailed me about you know four weeks ago and and uh, i got this email from rory saying that he's doing something called a real food revolution and i thought what is this and um you know and you're doing a whole city tour of all of australia that's taking on a massive um you know it's a massive journey i we we put together wellness summit you know getting 600 people in one room is is a one day event was hard enough for us so you're trying to do it in in multiple states and multiple cities um tell us rory about the real food revolution what is about you know what, what 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 would people expect to to see when they come to an event like that
2: the Real Food Revolution is about creating a revolution in our country, in our homes, in our kitchens. It's about taking the, the complexity and the boringness out of healthy eating and really making it fun and a normal part of life. So when we when we created it, we thought, all right, so what's a way we can create a buzz and funness and enjoyment out of health and bring that to as many people as we can and we, we decided Hey, let's meet the people face to face. Let's let's move beyond the social media. Let's connect with the people, and uh, we decided let's just hit, hit all of Australia. Why not? And now. Uh, we've got, we're have got we doing raw food workshops, we've got all these amazing speakers like uh, you guys as well which is going to be very exciting and we've got um, Pete Evans and Dr. Libby, uh, Jude LaRue and Perth, all these amazing speakers coming together for a purpose to really educate people
1: about health and make it a part of the norm. So, Roy, what are you hoping people come out of this with? Like, what are you expecting them to have when they walk out the door at the end of the day from the uh, from this real food revolution? So, instead of people
2: coming in and learning, oh yeah, green juice is great. All right, yeah, eat raw more more raw food. We want people to go away like inspired to actually take action towards their health. So we're going to be covering a lot of topics from raw food to things like paleo to intuitive eating, holistic health. We're going to be covering a lot of things and we want people to be able to find something that resonates with them so they can then on the Monday after the weekend can take action and really start to notice benefits in their life and then start to inspire the communities around them. It's, it's kind of like the pay it forward thing, one person can make a huge difference and if we can impact. A huge amount of people, then we, it just it just spirals outwards.
0: Hmm. So you're covering five different cities uh, in Australia. You got Sydney, Melbourne, Adelaide, Perth, and Brisbane. When mm. is the start, Rory? Um, what you know? What days are they going to? Like, what month are we starting in? And uh, where could find people find more information?
2: Cool. So it starts on the seventh of March in Melbourne. So the seventh, eighth, and ninth of March, and it goes through all the cities until the end of May. We're going to hit Brisbane at the end of May. You can find out more information about it on our website at the realfoodrevolution.com.au. It has everything you need there, but it's going to be really, it's going to be a lot of fun.
0: That's fantastic. And and there's three days worth of information and uh, you can attend one or all three. Is that correct?
2: Yeah, correct. So it is three days. It's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Friday from uh, six till nine. Saturday and Sunday from nine till two. And you can choose to attend all three days, which we highly recommend because you get everything in terms of information. Or you can attend each day if you can't actually make the three days work. Yeah. And uh, that's where we have all our guest speakers. We're going to do raw food workshops as well and actually teach people. All right, so how? What does it actually look like to make? A smoothie, what does it actually look like to make a juice? How do you make raw food meals? So people actually get to see how it goes and get to taste some of the stuff as well
0: excellent well we're looking forward to speaking the wellness guys will be speaking at the, uh, the raw food revolution and so we're looking forward to that uh, thank you Roy for your inspiring story and also the the knowledge that you have and also giving inspiration to the younger generation the younger listeners to our group but also giving inspirations to I guess I don't want to classify older but just older than you uh, generation um, and teaching them how to kind of get uh, the younger generation healthier as well and so, so you guys go to the raw real food sorry the real food revolution au if you want to get more information and uh, love to see you there. Come say hello and tell us uh, that you, you know, come say hello when we're speaking after after our speech. Uh, just come up to us and uh, say that you heard it from the Wellness Guys. we will love to meet our listeners and fans. So uh, go to facebook.com at slash the Wellness Guys or the Wellness Couch Like us there and share this podcast with your friends and families and other strangers you think that need an up- wellness update. Subscribe to us on iTunes and while you're there, leave a five-star rating and leave a comment on iTunes. Until next week, begin creating wellness into your lives. Leave by and let's change the world's health together. Join us next week on The Wellness Guy Show. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter, The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives.